Puppet Podsters. This is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. Welcome. We're glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad glad I'm here. Yes, of course I'm glad. Let's podcast. (laughs) I feel like we should have like some superhero music behind that. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so we are done with our summer, little mini summer series. Yes. And we are going to jump right back into um, another series we've been doing. Um, Every few episodes we do one because we want very much to focus on um, like the the books of the Bible. Yes. We're going to make it all the way through the Bible, Puppet Podsters. I know you're excited. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. We want to know what each book is all about. So, <laughs> it's that's our, right. That's why we call it What's, what's it, all it All About. And we are up to the book of Philippians. Wow. We're moving right along. Yeah. I, I really, really like this book. I do, too. It is... It's just so great. Paul writes, is writing to the church um, of the believers uh, in Philippi, which is why it's called Philippians. So this is a letter, obviously. And um, so Paul writes this to all the believers in Philippi. And every time Paul thinks of these people, he gets really excited. And he, <laughs> and he, makes, he makes them want to smile because yeah. he actually writes in verse 3, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. Yeah, this group of believers, these Christians are excited about their faith and they're growing in the Lord. And that's really exciting to Paul. It's in this group of believers that we meet a businesswoman. Oh, what's her name, Lydia? Her name is Lydia. <laughs> yes. And although she was originally from a town, a city called Thyatira... That's quite the town name. I know. I'm glad I don't live in that town, but she did originally. Now, now she lived in Philippi. And that's easier to say. We, yeah. Maybe that's why she moved. But anyways, one day she was there and she heard Paul preach the gospel. She accepted Jesus as her savior. <gasps> yeah. And then she went on to host Paul and his friend Silas in her home. That's right. Isn't that a cool story? That's so cool. I love that story. It was also in Philippi that um, this is the same town where God delivered Paul from prison and the jailer became a Christian. That is so exciting, too. That would have been really exciting for Paul, don't you think? Yeah. Not only was he rescued from prison, but then the jailer, who was supposed to be watching him in prison, gets saved. Yeah. He's he's got special relationships with his friends. That's why he's so excited to write to them. Yeah. And now he's writing this letter of encouragement to them. He tells them uh, um, encouraging things of how God was spreading the good news to others. Yeah, that is encouraging to hear. And he cheers them on, like, go, go, Christians, by telling them in many different ways to keep on growing in Christ. Yeah, it's a very joy-filled letter. Yeah, yeah, that's a big theme of this letter. Yeah, full of joy. Yeah. So there's a lot of familiar verses from Philippians because it's so encouraging and joy-filled that people just really like to quote it to each other. Yeah, when when we were writing these down, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, yeah, this one, I love that verse. Yeah, like... Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. Or how about Philippians 4.8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. 
This is a little sneaky of Paul, I think. Oh, what do it you mean? It sounds very encouraging, but it's also like an, an an instruction. Oh, true. But instead of saying, don't think about this, don't think about that, don't think about that, he's saying, whatever is this, whatever's that. So it's, in, it's encouraging us to think about good things and to yeah. do good things, yeah. which is good. <laughs> but it's like a instruction too. Yes, yes. <laughs> And then you have, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, which is encouraging because some days we just feel like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not strong enough. And you don't have to be because all you have to do is what God asks you to do with his strength. Oh, here's another encouraging. When, you, when you're discouraged, you're like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to pay for that. I and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Yeah, that one's so great to think about because if you belong to Jesus, you belong to the King of Kings who who is so he like, loves you. Yeah, and he he doesn't have to worry about anything because he's in control and in charge of everything. It says riches and glory. And he, he wants just, to take care of you. Yeah. You belong to a pretty powerful, awesome God. And can't you just picture Paul sitting in his study, maybe at a desk, cozy next oh. to a roaring fire, oh, yeah. writing out this lovely, joy-filled, encouraging letter? Oh, yeah, I can see it. Well, no. he, he wasn't. Oh. Paul was writing from prison. Yeah. He could be executed at, at any time. And he wasn't, it wasn't comfortable. No. It was not cozy. No. Prison's not cozy. So how can he be so joyful? Yeah, what makes him say that serving Jesus is so great? Yeah, and why would he want the believers in Philippi to do what he's doing? If, if he's going through hard times, why would he want to be encouraging? Hey, do what I'm doing so you can go through hard times too. Yeah, that just sounds crazy. But we have to remember that joy is different from happiness. Even though it's not happy to be in prison, Paul had a different kind of emotion. It was He wasn't necessarily happy. He was joyful. It is so much deeper and so much better better. Yeah, joy isn't determined by what's happening or what's going on around us, but rather by the unchangeable truth of what it means to belong to God and to follow his will. Yeah. That's why instead of any of those other great verses, because there are a lot. Oh man, there were so many. We said like four or five and that was just a few of them. Yeah. And so we're going to, instead of those, we're going to make our um, verse of the day, Philippians 2, 5 through 11. A, a verse of the a passage of the day. <laughs> yeah, well, you we know like us. those. <laughs> we like to just get a lot of in there. Get a lot of it in there. So Philippians 2, 5 through 11 says, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Jesus Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, In being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father." Yeah, the example of Jesus and what he accomplished on the cross is the source of joy for Christians. Without it, 
you don't have joy. No joy. No joy. With it, all joy is made available to you. Yeah, because how can you hear about what Jesus did for you and and accept it and let him change you and not have joy? Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, you know, I thought of another another verse, a bonus verse. Oh, which one? Would you want to read Hebrews 12, 2, Lydia? Oh, sure. Let's see. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Yeah. Yeah. That does remind me of that other verse, that passage too. Because Jesus knew what him dying on the cross would do for us. That's why he did it. He didn't want us to be separated from God with with our sin. He wanted to, to save us. And that's what gives Paul such joy and what he wants to share with the Philippians, to encourage them, to remind them of these things about Christ and what they're doing, why they're doing what they're doing, why they're living the way they're living, and to encourage them to keep up doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah. So go read Philippians. It's really not that long. And it's uh, kind of an easy read, too. If you can't read, that's okay, too. Just ask somebody to read it to you. Yeah. Um, we would love to share some jokes with you. Of course we do. As it's, always. It's what we do. Yeah, we just love it. So, here we go. I love a good joke To give a funny bone a poke Be it not max or riddles For grown-ups or kiddles I love a good joke Hey, Lydia. Hey, Steven. Did you hear about the elephant who thought he didn't matter? What? No. no, He was very sad. No, poor elephant. Elephant. He thought he was irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. It's okay, buddy. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Be it knock-knocks or riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. Yes. Do you know what dentists call their x-rays? Um, I didn't know they called them something other than x-rays. They have a special name. What do they call them? They call them toothpicks. (laughs) (laughs) I need a toothpick. (laughs) I love a good joke. (laughs) Set you up for that toothpick there. I need to see your teeth. Oh, man. Huh, do you like the dentist? Uh, I don't mind the dentist. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not like I love the dentist, but <laughs> it's not like I don't, you don't like, like the dread dentist. dread it. Right. You don't yeah. fear the dentist. I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, time to go to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do like getting a new toothbrush. Yeah, that's fun. And if they have fun, sometimes they have really fun flavors. Yeah. My dentist recently had, like, the, you know, when they're done... Um, cleaning your teeth, and they go to brush it. And yes. sometimes they have, like, yeah. Like, would you? What kind of toothpaste would you? What like? one did they offer Tooth you? Tooth polish. It was strawberry lemonade. Oh, did it taste like strawberry it lemonade? It was so good. Wow. I'm gonna I, have to I was see like, if they have that next time. Please don't tell me that's just seasonal for summer because I really, really like that. Hang on to that one. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, we're not talking about teeth. No, we're moving on back. Or your toothpicks. <laughs> That's a, a side trail. <laughs> we just took a little rabbit trail there. Oh, Papa Potsers, if you would like to email us, our email address is Stephen Lydia Singh at yahoo.com. 
Yes, we would love to hear from you, and we will write you back. <gasps> oh, you know what I thought of? What? Um, speaking of, you know, Philippians and, and how Paul was encouraging the Philippians. Yes. I know of a little short video series that can encourage you. Oh, yeah. It's got uh, verses from God's Word, the Bible, which is always encouraging. Yeah. It is. But it's not Paul. No. no. It's Uncle Chris. <laughs> a piece of really good news. And you can watch those on our website, ghhinc.org, under the Listen Watch tab. They're right there. You just click on Uncle Chris's face. <laughs> <laughs> click. And all oh, the videos pop up. <laughs> yeah, go give those a watch. I dare you not to be encouraged. Ooh, uh-huh. challenge. <laughs> what else? You can do some other stuff on that website. Yeah, there's ours. our schedule. Yep. Because we're done traveling for the summer, but now we've got our fall schedule. We are so busy. We love to travel. <laughs> we were so happy to see all of the ones we did, all the puppet potsters and friends that we did see yes. and meet. And we would love to see more. Yeah. So, yeah, check out our schedule. And there you have it. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.